Welcome to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin Solomon, Senior Rabbi of Congregation Beth Hillel in Roswell, Georgia. Beth Hillel is one of the largest Messianic Jewish synagogues in the world and provides a place where Jewish people can find the Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus in Hebrew, and retain their Jewishness. It's also where Gentiles worship and embrace the roots of the faith in drawing closer to God. Click the link in the description to support this ministry or to view our YouTube channel. Let's join Rabbi Kevin now as he shares this word from Scripture. First Kepha, please. First Peter chapter two. Let's take a look at the word, and we're gonna dig. A, we're gonna dig today into something uh, that is very timely. You'll understand why in just a minute. First Peter chapter two, verse nine, please. It says, "But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim." the praises of the one who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Ooh, boy, that's Richard, that feels good, doesn't it? It really does. Called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And this is a spiritual, spiritual sense completely, right? Have you been called out of darkness, the darkness of the world, the darkness of sin, the darkness of self, the darkness of yucky stuff and, and fill, in the, fill in the blank, anger, depression, angst, evil, whatever. Have you been called out of darkness into his marvelous light? I want you to think for just a moment about what darkness you've been called out of and the light that you've been called into. Because all of us, no matter how perfect you are, <laughs> Sorry, that's a little, uh, for, for my Brooklyn friends. <laughs> no matter how perfect you are, all of us, if we allow the Lord to enter, will bring light into places of darkness within us. And even places of darkness that we walk through. Uh, let's think about that today as we continue to examine these scriptures. First, I have to say to you this, Shana Tova. Now you say, Shana Tova, Rabbi Kevin, hold on. <laughs> Look at the clock, Rabbi, we're in March, Bubala. <laughs> I understand, I understand, it's not September yet, or October. Why is he saying Shana Tova? Uh, Shana Tova in Hebrew means essentially what? Happy New Year, exactly. Some of you are like, I think I know what it means, I know I know what it means, but, but he's asking me, I'm not going to be stupid. <laughs> you are right. It means Happy New Year. Shana Tova. Now, why would I say Happy New Year? First of all, it's not January 1st. Secondly, it's not September, October, Rosh Hashanah. Why in the world is he saying Shana Tova now? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know how all of you celebrated uh, over the last couple of days. I hope you celebrated in some form or fashion. And, and you know what? If not, you celebrate by coming to this Shabbat here. So a couple of days ago, we entered into Rosh Chodashim, Rosh Chodashim. Okay, what is that? 
Technically, that is called in in Be'evrit in Hebrew, the beginning of months. The beginning of months. Just started just uh, within the last 48 hours. So, so what are we talking about here? Let's go to Exodus, please, chapter 12. Let's go to the Torah. Exodus chapter 12, because it relates to all of our lives. Ooh, guys, get ready. I'm going to show you here a really cool pattern. There's going to be a cool pattern that we're going to see in Scripture today about something that connects and weaves like a thread through the Scriptures. And honestly, I'm probably going to say, too, if, if you, I'll, I'll just put it this way, most uh, houses of the Lord uh, don't see this, this particular parallel and this, this sowing of a theme throughout God's word because they kind of ignore the Torah. Okay, so we really need to examine the Torah to understand something very deep. And wow, this is going to be a, a really cool match game. Okay, uh, Exodus chapter 12, verse 1. It says, The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in Egypt, This month is to be for you the first month, the first month of your year. Okay, it's interesting because we're talking about what? We're talking about now. Now, we're going to get into this just a minute, but what is this? This is the month of Aviv, also known as the month of Nisan, okay? And, uh, and it's interesting because, uh, uh, as you probably know, when the children of Israel went into Babylon, that's where they got the names of a number of the months on the Hebrew calendars back when they were in captivity. But originally, this was known as the month of Aviv. Uh, and uh, some say that Nisan is actually the first month in the season of Aviv. Aviv means spring, uh, but is in like a water spring, if you will. But, but the way I read it, it is the first month that was eventually changed names to Nisan, the month of Aviv. But regardless, the first day of this is the same, whether you want to call it the season or the month, it's, it's the same. The first day of it is the same. It's the first month of your year, according to the scriptures. Remember back a, a month and a half ago, I spoke about Tu Bishvat, okay? That was the new year for trees, and, uh, and if you did not catch that message, or if you're watching online, you're interested in yet another new year, <laughs> you just go back to, uh, on our YouTube channel, uh, and you can see the message, Waiting for Tu Bishvat, which was a fun message to give. Uh, and that will tell you all about that uh, holiday or special holy day or new year, if you will, of uh, Tu B'Shvat. And by the way, if you're watching online, I want to encourage you, please click that like button and the subscribe button. We sure would appreciate that. What that does is that makes, you know, that makes them recommend the, the video more often if you like it and stuff like that. And so uh, please click the, li click the like button if you would. We would really appreciate it. Go back and, and click them all. Click all the likes, in fact. Like them all. And uh, in any case, okay, so this one here, this one where God tells Moses and Aaron, the month of Aviv, which we now know is the month of Nisan that we are in right now, just started a couple days ago, it says is to be the, for you the first of all the months. Now, what is this? This is the spiritual new year that we just entered. And, and if you think about it, it, understanding this makes later on in Rosh Hashanah make more sense 
Why? Because it is from this month, the month of Nisan that we are in right now, it is from this month that all the other months are counted because this is the first month. So God may say uh, in the seventh month, for example, during which we have the high holy days, including Yom Teruah, when we celebrate Rosh Hashanah, which is one of the other new years. So, 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 what, so what does he say? He says, in the seventh month, that's when you were to commemorate with, with uh, Yom Kippur, with, uh, with um, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Teruah, etc. Okay, and so it's so interesting because we, we conceptualize. Whenever we have Rosh Hashanah every year, the new year, we say Happy New Year and Shana Tovah, it's the new year and such, we all celebrate. But, we, but you note, when we read the scriptures, it says, in the seventh month, celebrate Yom Teruah. And you're like, okay, seventh month. Why are we saying Happy New Year in the seventh month? Well, there are different New Years within Judaism. That's one of that's more of a civil New Year, okay? This is the spiritual New Year that we just hit just now. And all the holidays, say in the third month do this, in the fifth month do this, in the seventh month, whatever, any of the... Any of them are counted from this one. Okay, so this one is of great importance as the spiritual new year, if you will. It's taken from this month that we just entered just in the last 48 hours, okay? So this is why the new year in the fall technically falls in the seventh month. You got it now, right? Uh, it's at the core taken from Aviv or Nisan. Okay, but now why did God choose this as the first month? Why did he pick Aviv or Nisan? Why did he pick this as the first month? There are reasons that God tells us why he picked. We're going to go to Deuteronomy 16. There's a reason why God specifically chose this month as the first of months, which would effectively be the spiritual new year for us. Why? Because something of great significance happened in this month. Wow, y'all, get ready. I'm telling you, you're about to see something woven through scriptures, like, like one thread that just goes whoop, all the way through the Bible, just all the way through. It's a really neat thing. Get ready to check this out. Okay, here's why God chose this month as the first month and as the new year. Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 1, it says, Observe the month of Aviv, and keep the Passover to Adonai your God. For in the month of Aviv, Adonai your God brought you out from Egypt by night. Mm. Ah, okay. I see. So, so here is, is the significance because it says, For observe the month of Aviv, right? As the first month. Why? For, for, because, if you will, in the month of Aviv, Adonai brought you out from Egypt by night. That's why we're supposed to observe this month. This is a special command. Hello, my brothers and sisters. The word is command. Observe. Okay, so we see that in the month of Aviv or Nisan, God delivered our people. It's because God said, here's why you are to observe the month of Aviv. Here's why you should do it, the month of Aviv. Here's why, because you were delivered. 
because I delivered you up out of Egypt. So it's a constant reminder that we should even so much as count our entire calendar by the month in which God delivered our people. So I want you to think about that for a minute. So even when we say, even when we're in Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah, right? And, and even when we say, okay, and God says, in the seventh month on this day, okay, even when we reference that, by default, God is making a point with that. Even in saying the seventh month, you are to do this, or the third month, or the fifth month, they are all, by, by definition, kind of referencing what the first month was. You can't know what the seventh month is unless you know what the first month is. And why is the first month significant? God tells us because he delivered us. Because he delivered us. And then, therefore, of course, it should come as no surprise that during Nisan, during this month, which is the month of deliverance, that we have the holiday of Passover. That we have the holiday of Passover. That's all connected to the deliverance. Exodus 34, please. It's all connected to the deliverance. And why this is a month of deliverance. There's something unique about this month. It's a month of redemption. A month of being freed. There's something, because we were slaves before, brothers and sisters. And so we celebrate Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Right, Exodus 34, verse 18, says this, you are to keep the feast of matzah, or unleavened bread. That's coming up soon. For seven days you are to eat matzah as I commanded you at the time appointed in the month of Eve. For in the month of Eve, you came out from Egypt. Okay, so we see here, I've shown you in multiple different places in the Torah this concept that there's something uniquely special about this month. And God tells us this should be a month that is your first month. Then he tells us in another place, you are supposed to observe this month. There's something unique and special about this month. We know that the other holidays, every other holiday that has a date is taken from this month, taken from this new year. And why are we celebrating it? Because it is the month in which we were and are delivered, if you will. It's the month of Aviv, you came out of Egypt. It's a special month that we are in, that we just started. It is a month of deliverance. Our spiritual calendars, our spiritual calendars are based on the month that God delivered our people. Yet interestingly, and this is just an interesting kind of side note that, that does have some significance, because I want you to see how Wow, God, God works in, in, in a wonderful way. Interestingly, the deliverance came in the middle of the month, not the first day of the month, which is kind of interesting also, right? Because the, the first of Aviv, or the first of Nisan, 
where God declares this is going to be the, the first of the month and the first month, and it's because it's this is the month that you were, are redeemed. There's something about this month. But we look at the first day of that month, and we were still slaves on Nisan 1, on Aviv 1. We were still slaves. We can't determine with certainty the exact date, the exact dates of the 10 plagues, However, interestingly, I was reading and one scholar who tried to impute a time based on the, the evidence given in the scripture who said that it's likely that the first of Aviv was during the plague of darkness. That the, so, so that the new year was probably during the plague of darkness. That's so very interesting to me. But we know that darkness, from out of darkness, came deliverance. Out of that darkness, right? That was one of the ten plagues. You all know that. Darkness. Give a message on that a few years ago. From that darkness came deliverance. Out of the darkness. Out of the darkness. That, that may have been about the time of Aviv or Nisan 1, which is the month of redemption, the month of deliverance. How interesting that God... See, if, if I would have kind of, like kind of come up with this myself, I would have made Nisan 15 New Year. I would have made that Nisan 1. I mean, I would have made that the New Year. That's the day that they were like, well, we're moving on up, moving on up to the east Side. <laughs> I don't do a good Jefferson's. I recognize that, y'all, but some of you of a certain generation have no earthly idea what I just did. <laughs> oh, man, boy, what a shame you can't erase things on YouTube. <laughs> oh, man. Hmm. Okay, they're, 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 that's what I would have done as, as New Year, right? When they actually were headed to Israel, they were let go, or maybe the crossing of the Red Sea. I don't know. That's what I would have made the first day of the month of redemption, the month of, del the month of deliverance, the month, the spiritual New Year, the, the, the day from which all, all other holidays follow. That's probably especially, but no, no, he didn't. It was actually the middle of the month, the middle of the month that we had our full redemption. It's very interesting. From out of the darkness, which came before the deliverance. Luke chapter 23, please. Luke chapter 23. Some of you already know where I'm going with this. Let's interesting. Let's fast forward now. Tick, 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 tick. We're fast forwarding. Tick, 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 tick. Let's fast forward to Yeshua's day. Let's fast forward to one of the most, or perhaps the most, one of the, certainly one of the most important moments in all of human history, probably the most important moment. Yeshua is on the execution stake. He's on the execution stake. He's being sacrificed for the sins of the world, for you and me, taking on the sins of the world. And then, of course, in that moment, what happens? Verse 44, Luke 23, 44. It was now about the sixth hour, and darkness fell over the whole land until the ninth hour, for the sun died out. 
and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. And Yeshua, crying out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I entrust my spirit. And when he had said this, he breathed his last. Whew. Wow, that's deep. And when did this happen? I can tell you when this happened. This happened in the month of Nisan, the month of Aviv, the month of deliverance. The month that is named the first month because God tells us that it is in the first month that he delivered us out of slavery. And true to his plan, his divine plan, in the middle of this month as well, around 1,400 years later, this was the month of deliverance for you. Deliverance from spiritual bondage. It all connects. It all connects to this month. And this is the inspiration for us because we're entering the Passover season. We are about there. We just sold out of Seder tickets. We are entering the Passover season. We are entering the season of Yeshua's sacrifice. And our Passover lamb has come. Your redemption from slavery is at hand. But also often, we don't see it at first. All so often, all too often, we don't really see it at first, the redemption, the deliverance. We don't see it at first, even though it is on its way. The deliverance is on its way, but we don't always see it at first, even though it's coming. Psalm chapter 30. Psalm chapter 30, please. Ooh, boy, there's so many spiritual revelations in this in this whole concept. Ooh, delicious. <laughs> we love God's word. It teaches us so many things. We, just, we should just want to eat it up. Psalm chapter 30. Here's the spiritual principle here. It's verse 5. Sing praise to Adonai, his faithful ones, and praise his holy name, for his anger lasts only for a moment. His favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but joy comes in the morning. 
Woo, let me say that again. Some of you need it right now. Some of you need it right now. Weeping may stay for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Friends, I'm going to tell you something. Darkness may be present at times. You may weep for a season, but joy comes in the morning. Remember that whatever it is that you have to go through, that the light comes. Redemption comes. Deliverance comes. If it had been me, I would have put New Year's at Aviv 1. I, I, I mean, I would have put New Year's, I would have made Aviv 1 Nisan 15. Okay, do you follow me? I would have put the new year on the day we were liberated from slavery. That's the date that would have made sense to me. That's the date that would have been the new year, spiritual new year for me, the day. The day would have been the day that we left Egypt. That would have been the spiritual new year for me because that's the day you were freed. But God didn't choose to do it this way. He chose to make the spiritual new year about two weeks before then. Two weeks before then, when it was probably the plague of darkness, but it was before we had the deliverance complete yet, but the deliverance was on its way, even though it was dark. But he's accounting that as, as your time of deliverance. Why? Because he's, he's, he's taking into account the month. This is the month of deliverance. Redemption comes. What is it that you need to be delivered of in your life? Ask the Lord this month and move toward your redemption. But remember that it may not come immediately. It may take some time. It was not immediate that the redemption came. It wasn't Nisan 1, although it was already on its way. But they were still slaves in Nisan 1, the month of redemption and the, re the month of, uh, of salvation, the month that they would no longer be slaves. They were still slaves on New Year's, the spiritual New Year. Sometimes when you pray for redemption or deliverance in a certain area, it does not appear immediately, but it may be on its way. You may be in Nisan 1. You may already be in your month of deliverance, but you don't even know it yet, but you can't give up hope. You, you got to keep the faith. Whatever it is in your life, it may take some time. But remember what all God has done for you in your past and understand that he can do that for you in your future. That's part of why this is the first of all months. It reminds us, as I said, even when we say the seventh month is this, the fifth month do that, it all references this month. It all is a reminder that this is the month. Why is January 1st the new year in the Gregorian calendar? Who cares? There's, there's no significance of it. There's no significance. But there is significance of the biblical new year. 
There's great significance. It's a constant reminder of God, how God saved our people, how deliverance came. Just because it's dark does not mean there is no hope. After the darkness, soon came the liberation in the time of Moses. After the darkness, soon came the liberation for us in the time of Yeshua. Remember, because there was darkness. So when you're going through a hard time, remember how God works and be patient and trust in him. That is part of the message this month spiritually. For in the month of Aviv, God brought you up out of Egypt. Amen? Psalm 91, please. Psalm 91. How very interesting that the darkness covered the land right before Yeshua breathed his last. And we had that deliverance, that atonement, that kapoor. Psalm chapter 91. This is very, very interesting. Oh, we can't. We can't fear these things, friends. Psalm 91 verse 4 says, He, being God, he will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is body armor and shield. See, my friends, God will cover you, and under his wings you will find refuge. And then what do the very next verses say? Under God's wings, you will find refuge. In verse five, you will not fear the terror by night, nor the arrows that flies by day, nor the plague that stalks in darkness, nor the scourge that lays waste at noon. Why don't you fear the night? Why don't you fear the night? Why aren't you afraid of the plague that stalks in darkness? Because under God's wings, you find refuge. God's faithfulness is body armor and shield. Friends, this is Aviv. This is Passover. This is Yeshua. Through him is deliverance. He takes us through the hard times. It is a theme of deliverance in the month of Aviv, the month of Nisan, that shows its way throughout the scriptures. Exodus chapter 40. Exodus 40. And if that's not enough, God reveals his plan of redemption as part of the first month through the tabernacle as well. So interesting. So interesting. I'm going to skip around a little bit. It's kind of a, a final thought on this. Exodus chapter 40, verse 1. Says, then Adonai spoke to Moses, saying, On the first day of the first month, you will set up the tabernacle of the tent of meeting. The tabernacle. And I'm now I'm going to skip down to verse 17. 
It happened during the first month of the second year. On the first day of the month, the tabernacle was raised up. Skipping down to verse 34. Then the cloud covered the tent of meeting, the tabernacle, and the glory of Adonai filled the tabernacle. Y'all, <laughs> and see God's masterpiece come together. The tabernacle was where God met humankind. The tabernacle was where sacrifices for sins were made. The tabernacle was where God delivered us. Set up when? Now. Aviv. Nisan. This month that we just started about 48 hours ago. Do you see all the connections? Yes, Yeshua is our Passover lamb. No question about that. But Yeshua also fulfills the prophetic significance of the month of Aviv, the month of deliverance, the month when God met with humankind, the month when God's glory, we just read it, came down to earth. The tabernacle. When was that? Month of Aviv. That's when God's glory came down to meet with man. The first month, the month from which all other holidays are measured and counted, the month that starts it all. Remember, we read Exodus 12 too. It said what? It acknowledged that Aviv or Nisan is to be the first month because, because God delivered us in this month. And that, by the way, <laughs> here's something beautiful. That command is said, if you read it, is said and is, and is considered by Chazal to be the first commandment that God gave to the new nation of Israel to observe the month of Aviv. The first commandment God gave the nation of Israel, observe the month of Aviv, because I've delivered you and taken you out of Egypt on this month. And remember this, here's the totally cool part about it. This command from God about Aviv being the deliverance month, that command from God about observing the month of Aviv because that's the deliverance month, that command was given to Israel before they had been delivered. <laughs> if you look at the timing of it, it was right before the final plague. God said, observe Aviv. This is the month that I delivered you. 
the last plague was still to come, but the deliverance was on its way. Beloved, we've all been called out of darkness into his marvelous light. And this is what needs to inspire you to move forward. It is his goodness that has redeemed you. He has freed you from slavery. And he has freed you from the flesh. And and so in a very practical way, when you're going through it in life, as we all do, we all go through hardship. We all go through trials. We all go through challenges. When you're in a season when it's very dark, everybody goes through a season where it's very dark at one time or another in their lives. When you go through that season, remember Aviv. It is the first month from which all the other months are counted. Remember Aviv, remember the special season of deliverance and the fact that on the first day of Aviv, the month of deliverance, on the first day of the month of deliverance, we were still slaves. But Passover was not that far away. Passover was not that far away. Much in the same way, beloved, in your life, if you're in a place where you are enjoying the fullness of the light in every area of your life right now, then praise God, Baruch Hashem. Shine that light to others and, wait for it, be ambassadors. That was last week's message. But if you are in that season where it's hard to find your way, Remember that you are in a month of deliverance, even if you haven't been set free yet. The title of my message is Month of Deliverance. Let's bow our heads. Thank you, Lord. God, I thank you for this word, this message. Thank you for... Wow, it really was a blessing to me. Lord, I want to ask if there's anybody here who has never said a prayer to receive Yeshua as your Messiah, if that's you and you've never committed your life to God, but you'd like to today, you've heard this message, there's something that's stirred within you. Maybe you can't even completely explain it, but you're like, man, I have to get my life straight before God. And wow, I hear what the rabbi say and I see the connection and I, don't, I can't explain it all, but I believe that Yeshua is the Messiah doesn't matter if you come from a Jewish or not Jewish background here today. He came for the whole world. So if that's you and you've never said a simple prayer to receive Yeshua as your Messiah and you'd like to start that relationship with God, raise your hand. We'll pray together if that's you. Is there anybody who's never done that before, but you want to today? Is there anybody? Just lift your hand. We'll have a simple prayer. Maybe you're watching online and you couldn't quite, or you're watching online and, and you want to say that prayer. I want you to say these words after me. And the Lord will touch you. Say, dear God, I humbly come before you. I ask Yeshua to come into my heart. I believe he's risen again, sitting at your right hand. Please forgive me of my sins, God. I'm sorry. Thank you for delivering me in the month of deliverance. Yeshua's name.
you said that prayer for the first time, if you're watching online, please send us an email. We want to celebrate with you. If you're in the room here, maybe you couldn't quite get your hand up, but you said that prayer, please see me after the service. I just want to celebrate with you as well. Because it's a deliverance. It's a consistent theme. And the continuity is so beautiful and sweet. And it so clearly points to Messiah. God, I want to pray for anybody here who's going through a season where it's dark. Season where it's dark outside. It's hard. It's difficult. Maybe they're still a slave in an area. Maybe they're finding it difficult. They don't see liberation. They're still having to, to crush the, the, the straw into bricks for the Egyptians. Their hope, Lord, let them see that this is a month of Aviv. And even when Aviv starts, redemption isn't there yet, but it's on its way. The deliverance is coming. You're already in the month of deliverance. Even when it's dark, darkness may remain for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Sorrow remains for the night. Joy comes in the morning. The light brings joy. The light comes from God that deliverance. Lord, I pray for each and every person here who may be going through that or have gone through something, Lord, that they just needed a, a ray of hope. Lord, I pray that this ray of, of Nissan 15 sunshine and Nissan 14 sunshine <laughs> and Nissan 16 sunshine <laughs> shines through their darkness. What are those dates? Those are the dates of exodus from Egypt, the date of sacrifice of Messiah Yeshua, and the date of his resurrection. So Lord, I pray for that light to shine through whatever it is they're going through so that they will remember, Lord, that you are the one who delivers them. Let them remember that of the month of Aviv, the month of Nisan that we are in, Lord, that you have delivered us. And you remind us of that, and you command us to observe Aviv, to observe this month, because you saved us and brought us up out of Egypt in this month, which you told to us before you did it. Thank you, Lord, for this. We bless you for these things. Man, I hope they're encouraged. I hope our, our people, you watching online, I hope you're encouraged. I hope you're blessed. I hope you're uplifted. Doesn't mean it's easy. They still had to go through the time before but the Lord was with them. Lord, be with them, God. I thank you for these things, God. We bless you for them. B'Shem Yeshua, in the name of our Messiah, shall we pray amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin. Please like, subscribe, and share this link with a friend. We would be grateful to receive your tax-deductible gift to further the good news of Messiah Yeshua. To make a contribution, please click on the PayPal link in the description. Also, to view our regular services, click the link in the description for our YouTube channel. If you would like more information about Yeshua the Messiah or how you can become part of our Bethlehem family, please visit our website at www.bethlehem.org. That's B-E-T-H-H-A-L-L-E-L dot O-R-G. Or call 770-641-3000. If you are in the metro Atlanta area, 
please visit us for an Arab Shabbat service, Friday nights at 8 o'clock, or Shabbat services, Saturday mornings at 11. God bless and Shalom. Nine, 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 nine.